then you'll be able to get a good fee for whatever it is. So uh, don't, don't worry too much. Uh, that's uh, the, everybody's, uh, somebody's interested in everything. And anything you can be interested in, you'll find others will. But it's absolutely stupid to spend your time doing things you don't like. Hello, and welcome back to Our Manifestation Journey. I am your host. My name is Mickey. Uh, normally, I host this podcast with my sister, Sam, and we are two sisters who live together with our husbands and children and who document our play with the law of attraction. Welcome back to the show. Um, so I recorded this episode uh, with this amazing guest who I will get to in just a second, but I wanted to address something after the last time I recorded an episode uh, with a guest on the show and Sam wasn't on it. And I had a listener reach out and like, asked me like, is Sam okay? Like, you know, is she like feeling really down from like, you know, coming back from Australia and going through such a hard time? And so I want you to know, I recorded this when she was away. Um, Sam is, you know, still going, still moving forward. Um, you know, having lots of ideas for the future and that, but she is, you know, still scheduled to come back on the show that I just recorded a bunch of interviews while she was away to, um, make sure that we were keeping up with the scheduled programming of the show. So don't worry about Sam, everything's fine. Um, so yes, I have the absolute pleasure. I am so excited to introduce this amazing woman. Uh, her name is Lindsay Rose, but she goes by the quantum blonde and I am pumped to bring her and introduce her to you. Um, Lindsay is a manifestation coach, an expert on quantum creation. Manifestation has truly changed her entire life, and she now teaches people all over the world how to create the life of their dreams. Her passion is to educate people on the truth about how manifestation works, giving them a solid foundation of quantum physics, neuroscience, and practical application of a self-developed formula for magnetic attraction. Lindsay's story is amazing. Um, she she goes into it uh, on our show. Um, and it's, for me, this conversation is just like so flipping juicy. It's just... I got to ask her all kinds of questions about things that, you know, we talk about on the show, things that I'm personally interested in. Like if you've been following us, you know that Sam and I um, both have sort of tapped into Kundalini energy. She's done Kundal a Kundalini workshop. Um, she's met Bashar. I don't know if you, if you know who Bashar is, but he's another um, like channeled entity, kind of like Abraham uh, Abraham Hicks. Um, but he travels, he's like a being that travels through dimensions. So it's like pretty woo woo stuff. Anyway, she was able to meet him. Um, she talks about this method so that this, uh, it's, it's a manifestation method called the two cup method. And she, um, it's actually how I first came across her was this viral video that, uh, went on TikTok. My mom showed it to me and just said, have you tried this method before? And I said, no, that's really interesting. And so I've sort of kept my eye on her. And then I guess a year or so has gone by. Um, and finally I reached out and was like, all right, like you need to come on the show just because the stuff she's doing, how she's doing it, her Instagram, when she shows up, it's just very magnetic. Um, and you can feel genuinely that she has done the work because in her language, in her energy, it's just as though she's embodied um, this, this knowledge and particularly with her knowledge around science and quantum physics and neuroscience, like it's, it's palpable um, in the way that she speaks. So her energy is infectious and I hope that you feel it as much as I did in this conversation. Um, and what I found to be really, really inspiring is she was open to speaking about her uh, base, very quite public um, breakup with her fiance um, as a manifestation coach and how that affected her as a person. It was just very down to earth, very real, very raw. Um, and of course, I genuinely appreciate her candor and her honesty and vulnerability on the show. I just, you know, the fact that she shared that with me and all of you um, as, a, as a result is just, you know, I, it was such an honor to be a part of that story. So yes, I am so excited for you to hear this conversation. It is just packed filled with knowledge and tips and strategies. And I hope that you gain as much of it um, 
from it as I did. Um, I'm going to link how to get a hold of Lindsay. Um, apparently she's got some goodies coming up in September. So keep an eye on that. Um, but yeah, I'm going to link her website and Instagram and everything in the show notes. So she, you can go and have a look, but she's basically the quantum blonde everywhere. <laughs> Just Google it, look it up on Instagram, you'll find her. Um, I should also mention actually that, uh, <laughs> of course, we record this show in real life, in real time. Um, if you've been following for a while, you know that Sam and I live on an island. Uh, so we do the best with our internet connection. Lindsay's living in um, California. So our internet connection isn't the greatest, um, but our wonderful sound editor, Will, is going to do his best to make this as seamless as a conversation as possible. But I just ask for your patience and awareness of this. We're not perfect. Um, you know, someday we'll have a big fancy studio where we can invite all of our guests in person. Um, but for now we're dealing with, you know, rural internet zoom conversations. So I hope you can bear with it and it doesn't bother you too much. Um, and just be grateful for the fact that this type of technology can bring this conversation to us at all. That's how I like to see it. Um, yeah. So without further ado, I, I'm so excited to bring this amazing being beam of light to all of you. I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Um, and thank you so much, Lindsay Rose, for coming on. It was an honor to, to have this, this discussion with you. Thank you. Uh, without further ado, here is an amazing, enlightening, exciting, beautiful conversation with the Quantum Blonde. Enjoy. Hello, Mickey here. I'm going to interrupt the show for a brief moment to let you in on something that I have been developing on my journey. If you have been listening for some time, you know that I've been tapping into something that I can't even explain. From my meditation practice, I used to involuntarily shake, sway, write circles on paper, and more recently receive messages from source. It started with free writing in my journal and has led to channeling really personal and powerful messages for those closest to me. And let me tell you, these messages have been life-changing. Yeah, I can speak to that. It was a couple of months ago when I walked into the office. Mickey was in front of her laptop and I said, Mickey, I would like a channeled message. I had watched her give several different messages to our close family and friends and even to people that she had met online. And I saw that they were life-changing and I was like, I'm ready to have one of these life-changing moments. The experience was amazing. It was about an hour long. Uh, there was a lot of tears. I had a major breakthrough. It just gave me a lot of clarity. And I knew that it wasn't coming from her because she was speaking to things that she didn't even know about. And through that, I, I came up with a new strategy, a new way of operating in my business. And from there, a whole new journey opened up for me. So yeah, they really are life-changing. Oh, thanks, Sam. The interesting thing about all of this is that you actually have this ability you do, trust me. But sometimes you get in your own way of being able to listen to your higher self, which is where I come in. With an hour session with me, I will tap into your energy, ask your higher self what you need to hear, and then deliver that message back to you. If you're someone who is seeking clarity in their life right now, you're not sure which way to turn or what to do next, these readings are for you. Sign up for a channeled message with me today at ourmanifestationjourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. That's OurManifestationJourney.com slash Mickey Channeling. M-I-C-K-I-C-H-A-N-N-E-L-I-N-G. Your higher self is calling. Will you answer? I'm ready when you are. And now back to the show. I am so excited to have you here today. Lindsay Rose, the quantum blonde. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm like... I just have so many questions for you, um, but in the best possible way, I, I cannot wait to introduce you to our listeners. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the show. We're, I'm just so excited to have you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's such an honor and I'm just excited to just connect with you. Oh, it's going to be 
it's going to be juicy. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, okay. So my first question for you, I started to do kind of a deep dive. I started to research you a little bit. Um, and I love your manifestation journey. I love your story. So I'm hoping you can share with our listeners like how this whole thing kicked off. Cause I think that it's, I think it's relatable and I think that it's, it's really powerful. So I would love to hear straight from you, how you found the world of manifestation. Thank you. Um, gosh, yeah. I mean, it's totally changed my entire life. Um, I would say probably about like six years ago now, um, I was on a train wreck trajectory of life. (laughs) I was in like a job that I hated. I was commuting three hours a day back and forth. I was in awful relationships that were super toxic. I was literally making ends meet like paycheck to paycheck. Uh, had no confidence in myself. I had no clear direction in my life. I had like carried all this childhood trauma with me that I had never dealt with. I felt so alone in the world. And there was actually a point at which I remember driving home from work one day and I was like, you know, I could just veer off and just end Mm -hmm. it. Like it could be over. And I like that in that split second, I was like, okay, no, there's gotta be more, right. There's gotta be more to this. Mm -hmm. And at the time I was in a really, really toxic, abusive relationship. Um, and I just remember uh, having this moment where I was like, if I don't get out of this, like I could potentially die. Like it was that bad. So, um, I decided to leave the relationship. And in that moment, it was as if everything in the universe started to conspire to bring me into a state of awareness of myself and what was going on. And just out of like synchronicity, I ended up going for a walk one day and I ran into this woman. She had this really cute pit bull puppy and I was playing with her dog and I started talking to her and she was recommending some resources to me, one of which was Abraham Hicks. Mm. And I started binging Abraham Hicks. I'm like, <laughs> wait a second. Like, why didn't anybody tell me this? You know? Yeah. And then what a that, beautiful place to start. Right. It was yeah. like, it was so, it was so perfect. And so dove into that. And then I c- kind of started veering off into like, you know, Wayne Dyer and then Tony Robbins and like all these spiritual teachers. And I started to recognize the synchronicities in my life as I started practicing the things that they were sharing. And it blew my mind. To the point at which I was like, I want to understand more of the way the universe works. And that's where I just ignited this passion for quantum physics and understanding what was really going on behind the scenes and how I could apply that to my life. And so I took all of that knowledge and I spent about three years just perfecting the art of it. I'm like, I want to know how this works. I know I want to know why it works, why some things manifest, some things don't. And went through a whole process of like healing myself, understanding my mind and realizing like how I was creating. And that is when all the doors started to open up. I was able to create a business. It's multiple six figures. I, you know, I had a home in Nashville that I got. Now I'm living in an oceanfront apartment in uh, Los Angeles. I literally, it was like, I would think about it and it would happen. And I would just, it was, it was wild. And I was like, everybody has to know about this. Like everybody needs to know that they're powerful and that they can have anything that they want. Right. Mm-hmm. Like and having gone through years and years of pain and uncertainty mm-hmm. and uh, lack of clarity and lack of confidence. I was like, nobody should live like that. And I truly believe that everything that I've gone through in my life was almost like an initiation so that I could be a leader and a mentor to show other people the way that they get to have everything mm-hmm. that they want to. I love that. It's so true. I feel (laughs) extremely passionate about it. Like, I mean, you're on the Our Manifestation Journey podcast. Like, you know, it's been, I mean, my sister's not here right now. She's actually coming back next week, but she's in Australia pursuing her dream uh, job. Basically, she's an entrepreneur and she's been in Australia promoting it based on a channeled reading that she got from me, which is crazy. Uh, (laughs) She's been gone for two months. Um, but the reason that she and I started this podcast is because we wanted to be the guinea pigs. So like what you did for three years, basically we're documenting all of that. So we're two and a half years in now. Um, and we're like, does this stuff work? Doesn't it? Like we're, you know, we're trying to, we we make mistakes. We're like, this sucks, or this is great or like, whatever. We're super candid and documenting all of it. Um, and it's not easy, right? Like, it's like, you know, it's not like, Oh, you learn manifestation. You just manifest everything you want. Like, no, there's healing involved. Like you're saying awareness and way more than we ever 
thought yes. Yes. Oh <laughs> when God. we started. We're like, well, we'll just ask for what we want. The universe will give it to us. It's that's easy. No, right. no, it's a little bit, a little bit more complicated than that. Yes. Um, so what I love about your journey and what you have decided to focus on is the quantum mechanics. This for me, this can be a game changer for a lot of people because it's not just theory and it's not just woo woo. It's like, no, no, no. This is like, like quantum mechanics, quantum physics is behind this. It's not like some, some theory that someone made up, some spiritual teacher made up with absolutely no proof, even though a lot of the spiritual teachers teach it, mm-hmm. um, not from that lens of quantum mechanics, but I love that you've like dove headfirst into this. And I just, I want to hear from your perspective. If someone's like, what is that? What is quantum mechanics? Like, how do you explain that to people? So basically I try to help people to understand that everything in that you're experiencing is all energy, right? Everything is just, if you break anything down to the smallest piece, it's a subatomic particle that's just vibrating in a certain frequency, right? So quantum physics shows us through the observer effect, like that what you're looking at your consciousness has an effect on the way that particles behave. So that means that when you're looking at something and you're thinking about it, you're actually changing the way those particles are behaving, the way that they're showing up in your reality. And that's really, really profound information to have because it demonstrates and it proves the fact that your consciousness is affecting the reality that you're experiencing. Right. Boom. Right. Yeah. So if you want your reality to change, then you've got to understand energy. You have to understand vibration. You've got to understand frequency because everything in our reality is all based on that. So -hmm. when you can really grasp that and you understand your own frequency and what that means, what it means to be in certain states of vibration, and then coupled with the law of attraction and recognizing that we magnetize to us like attracts like. So your vibration is pulling in like vibrations. Um, it, it does. It takes the woo-woo out of it. And it really helps you to understand all of this from kind of a scientific perspective. And I yeah. think for me, what that helps with is the believability in it, right? Because everything right. is is belief. Everything is about belief. So for right. the people that are that need that, that are more logical and they're more in the, you know, like need to figure this out, I feel like that helps to solidify the belief in manifestation, which in and right. of itself helps you to manifest, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you've got, oh my gosh, I'm like, I'm going to obviously plug this sort of near the end, but I'm like, if you want manifestation tips, I'm like, your TikTok is next level. It's so good. It's so good. Like the, um, actually that's a question that I have for you and something I want to bring up. So I was actually first made aware of you last year. Um, with the two cup method. And I've never heard of this method before. And my mom, she had actually recently moved in with us um, post pandemic, you know, to help with the kids and everything and kind of mid pandemic, I guess I should say. Um, and she was like, Oh, have you seen this girl before? Have you seen this? Have you seen this thing? And I was like, no, I've never seen any of this before. And obviously on, you know, our manifestation journey, I'm always open to like whatever methods people are using. And that one has like a couple million views on it, right? On TikTok. Like it's like no one has seen this before. So first of all, how did you come up with this? Or did someone teach you this? I just want all the, if you could explain this method to people, because I think it's powerful. Yeah, no, that, so that one, yeah, that went viral and it was crazy because I had seen the method before, maybe like three years prior to that. And, um, what I was, I was in the shower one day and I literally got this download was like, thinking about that method that I should do that. And I was like, okay, cool. So I actually was doing it that morning in my kitchen. And I'm like, I should share this with people. Like, it was just like an intuitive thing. I'm like, I should share this with people. And so I just got on there, not expecting that it was going to go viral, anything like that. And it just blew up. Um, but I've been using that method before because of water, like the understanding of water yes, and yes. how water carries frequency and vibration. And um, I had studied a lot of Dr. Emoto's work and he, yes. he, he studied how uh, vibration and music and sounds and the words that we say actually Im- impact the structure, the molecular structure of the water, right? So I, what you do basically is you take two cups of water and this is essentially like a quantum jumping technique. And in the first cup of water, you're going to speak into it, your current reality, what you're currently experiencing. And then you take that and you pour it into the new reality. And then you take the new, that cup of water and you speak into it how you want your reality to be. So you're basically like right. calling it in. 
And as you're doing this, the sound frequencies through your words are infiltrating the water. And then if you think of your body, you know, we're, we're over 70% water. So then you drink the water and the water holds memory. So as you're drinking it, it's essentially being embedded into your, your body, into your system energetically. Right. To help you to essentially like acclimate to that new frequency and reality that you're calling in. It's brilliant. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry, the internet cut out a little bit before. Where did you find this method or where did you hear from it? I, I, I honestly can't pinpoint it, but it was probably okay. like three years prior on a YouTube video somewhere where okay. I was like looking for different techniques and I found right. that and I remember it working for me. Like yeah. multiple okay. times that I did, I remember it being like really profound. Okay. I was like, okay, I got it. Like, I've got to try this again. Try and, I and I did it for actually when I was doing it on the video, I did it for followers. I know I was going to say, and your followers are way past what you were trying to manifest to at this point, but crazy. I like how, how long did it take after you did it? It was 24 hours. So I initially had like 3000 followers. And I think I wanted like, I was like, I would like to manifest 20,000 or something, 20,000, yeah. something like that. And within 24 hours, I was like at 34,000 and then it just kept going and going and going. And now I'm, I think I'm somewhere around 324,000 <laughs> or something. So crazy, right? Anything's possible. I love it. I love like the juxtaposition, like, you know, that's the manifestation you're pulling in using a manifestation. And of course, boom, <laughs> it's like, okay, proof, guys, like this legit works. So yeah. cool. Um, yeah, I think, well, I mean that among so many other tips that you have on there and they're really good. Like, I just want to say you have this really, like you're meant to do this. Like you, you have this really beautiful way of being able to explain things succinctly easily for people to understand, you know, sometimes you'll see graphs or whatever kind of pop up behind you, but like, it's, it's just really, really well done. And I think it's, I mean, I'm going to link that cup video in the show notes, the the two cup methods so people can see it. Cause I think it's, again, you explain it so well in your videos. So I'm going to have to link Thank that you. there. Um, but yeah, you're definitely meant to do this. Um, okay. I want to talk about light code, light code activation. So this is something that you offer and I'm like, what the heck is that? I'm like, right? <laughs> is that like Reiki? Like what's going on there? Like what's happening? Yeah. So ironically enough, like I started channeling this language when I was like 13 years old. And oh, it's a language. It's a language. Yeah. So wow. I was in, I was in church growing up. I grew up in church, very religious and spiritual. And so I started channeling this language that in church, they call it like speaking in tongues. And Right. I didn't know what it was. I just thought I was weird and I didn't have anything to do with it. I'm like, this is strange. So I kind of abandoned it until I was in my like late twenties and I was going through my spiritual awakening and all of that. And then I started having dreams. This is going to sound wild, but I started having these dreams about this blue being that was actually on the other side of the veil. It was so interesting. I was like, I could put my hand through this jelly-like substance. And on the other side of that was this blue being. And he basically came to me and said, I'm channeling these frequencies through you as a language to help facilitate healing in people. And I was like, okay, wait, what? Stop. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, what do I do with this? And I kept receiving this information. Like you're going to utilize this language to help activate people. And the way that I understand it, it's basically like sacred geometry being translated into sound and the sound that oh. I'm speaking as I'm speaking it to you it's activating parts of your DNA. So it's like a remembrance, like a turning on through the frequency, wow. like going into your, yeah, into your energy system. Holy man. It's, it's wild. And on top of that, I've been like learning how to download solar codes from the sun and okay. things like that. So I'm expanding my, my knowledge into like the ethers and the cosmos and connecting with that. Cause I think it's just, it's so cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's amazing. I mean, I have heard of people talking to like celestial councils and things. Actually, the first uh, guest that we ever had on the show was teaching us about star seeds. Like we've yeah. never heard about anything like that before. So I've kind of like dabbled in this, but this is like, what did you say? What uh, channeling into sounds? What like is sacred it? Sacred geometry. Sacred so, geometry into I mean, sounds. Yeah. If you think about it, like everything in our, in our reality is based on sacred geometry, right? Like there's like the Fibonacci code and right. what what's happening is that's like those sacred symbols are coming through. And as I'm speaking it to you, it's the vibration that that carries, right? <laughs> yeah. That is so freaking cool. It's cool. And I also write it, which is wild. So okay. I write code. And when it started channeling through me, it, 
it came through like from right to left. And I just kept writing and writing and writing. It was like all these symbols and everything like that. And I was like, oh, this is what I'm doing. I'm taking these symbols and I'm actually translating them for people into these sounds. So what does it sound like? Do you want me to speak some? A little bit. Okay. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what? My, okay, listeners, you can't see me. My, my jaw dropped. Okay. What did you say? Do you know what you said? No idea. It's, so the thing is, it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't have like logical meaning to it okay. because the whole point is for it to like bypass the logical part of your brain. Wow. And go straight into like your soul. Like your soul knows what I'm saying. Oh my God. That is amazing. Yeah. That is so cool. So, okay. Did you have to go to like teachers or did you Google this or like, how did you know it's what you were doing just from dreams and like channeling? Yeah. Dreams. And then I started like researching what it was. And then I ended up working with a coach who, um, she can see energy so she can see like your field. She can work within your energy fields and manipulate it. And okay. I started asking her, I'm like, what is this? And she said, yeah, this is exactly what you're doing. Everything that I had intuitively known and received, she's like, that's, yeah, that's exactly what you're doing. You're activating, wow. you're activating, you're activating people through these codes. Okay. And so what, how do people react? Like, what do they receive from this type of uh, healing? It's, it's truly whatever you need in that moment, but it, uh, it varies. Like some people will feel like insanely relaxed, like a peace just goes over them. Um, some people will have like spontaneous remembrance of things. Some people will just have like full on activations of like confidence or self-worth. It just, it really depends on what you and your soul need in this moment. Amazing. Yeah. It's actually amazing. Wow. Pretty cool. That was so fun. (laughs) (laughs) And not at all what I was expecting you to say. (laughs) Right. Incredible. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. You're welcome. Oh my God. That was so cool. Comes to know, I see that you've spoken with Bashar. So we, I, I don't even know if we've mentioned Bashar on this show before, but he's an interesting fella. Oh yeah. <laughs> so tell me about your experience with Bashar and tell us who he is for people who don't know. I think that's most people actually, but uh, yeah. Tell, tell us about that. Oh God, it was so, it was so amazing. So um, Bashar is basically a multidimensional being that's channeled through um, this guy named Daryl Anka. And he Essentially, he taps into this zone where he allows this multidimensional higher being to come through and share messages with the collective. Yeah. And every time I would watch his videos on YouTube, I was like, oh my God, that resonates. Like it it just hits and it made so Mm -hmm. much sense. Mm -hmm. And um, at the time I had the opportunity to go actually have a session with him. I don't know if he still does it, but I, you know, in Los Angeles, I went out, went into his home and sat there right across from him, watched him connect and channel and I was just asking him questions about my life and my purpose and, you know, why I was here and where I came from and all that. And it was just, it was so cool to be able to see that like in live action and feel it too energetically. Yeah. Um, But his work is, is profound. Like if you're ready to kind of take this to the next level and you feel that you want to know more and expand your consciousness even deeper, I would highly recommend checking out Bashar. Yeah. Um, I'll link it. I'll put it in the show notes so people can like at least yeah. get in touch with this guy. Cause it's like Abraham, Abraham's so approachable. Like it's so like relatable and kind of human and like, it's a good little kind of stepping stone. And even that is kind of crazy. So, oh yeah. There's Esther and she channels Abraham. No big deal. Like, yeah, right. you know, the people that have been following her for a while are like, who's Abraham? Why can't I find him? It's like, no, it's not. It's a collective consciousness. Like just go watch Esther. You know, you got to like Google the things anyway. Yeah. Um, but Bashar is like, next level like it's like you know and the the way Bashar speaks and like and he's kind of funny and yes. like such an interesting character but it's so profound right like the the messages that come through from him are super profound um so I think it's I didn't realize it was in person that you actually spoke with him so that's even more amazing wow yeah it's like because you can feel the frequency like it was so interesting because as he was connecting right he just sits there and it's like the way that he breathes and you can tell the moment that it clicks in and it's like his whole body and everything takes like a different shape and you're like whoa it's all you can almost feel like that high frequency energy flowing through him it's very palpable Wow. And it so just cool. reinforced my belief in the fact that yeah. there's so much more 
beyond just being a human being. Like there is so much more out there that we are not even aware of, not even scratching the surface of. And there's this infinite intelligence that we have access to all the time. Like we're, we're not alone. And every answer that you need is there. You just have to be willing to listen and receive it. Yes, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Hi, you. Yes, you. We heard you. Did you just talk to your phone while listening to this episode? Yeah, we hear that a lot. So we've decided to do something about it. You are formally invited to join the official OMJ community, a place where you can meet up with other OMJ listeners to talk about the latest episode, celebrate what you are manifesting, ask questions, and engage with other woo-woo enthusiasts. Mickey and I realize we have each other to bounce all these juicy ideas about the universe, vibration, law of attraction, aha moments, and so much more, which adds to our increasing momentum. And we want that for you too. Apply to the private group on Facebook today by answering a few short questions and surround yourself with like-minded individuals who want to manifest their dream lives too. In this free group, you will also get first access to our private events, including our monthly online container called OMJ Engagements. Here we will host group coaching calls, guest speaker events, and whatever we feel inspired to support you with that month. We are ready to take our relationship to the next level. Come join us and our listeners in the amazing OMJ community. We can't wait to see you in there. And now back to the show. Um, okay. So Kundalini, I want to talk about Kundalini a little bit because so Sam and I have a TikTok page. It's like quite small. Like admittedly, we don't foster it as much as we should. Um, but we posted a video on there last year, maybe longer. Anyway, it went viral for us. So it's like 190,000 views are on it. Um, and it's, it's Kundalini it's me experiencing Kundalini without knowing what the hell I was doing. So it was like, I did some yoga and then I sat up after a yoga session and my body started moving and like, I can shake. And like, then it went into my hand with like drawing. And then now it's actually moved into me being able to channel the energy into receiving messages for people as a, as a channel. Um, but Kundalini, like we were like, what the hell is this? Like we, we posted it on TikTok and we're like, what is going on? And so people were commenting like, oh, this is Kundalini energy. And I was like, oh, okay. So then I looked into it and I'm like, yes, that's exactly what's going on here. Um, but you had gone to an, um, a Kundalini exercise workshop. Is that correct? Yes. So um, it was actually something called CAP, which is Kundalini activation process. Yeah. And there's only a handful of people that are actually attuned to be able to do this in the world. Um, okay. Wow. I believe it comes from Japan. Um, but I was in, I went to this place called the yoga nest in Venice beach, California, and I had no idea what I was walking into. I had absolutely <laughs> no clue. And I'm laying there in a room with like, I don't know, maybe 15 other people and they start playing this music and they go around and they're touching parts of your body. And you're just like undulating in ways that are uncontrollable. Like your body is making these shapes and, and forms. And it's like, yeah. you don't have control over the energy. It's moving through your body. Yes. Moving yes. You. And it's like this beautiful sensation of like surrender and experience, but also like, you know, you just, I don't know, it was so magical. And I think that was like the first time that I really felt energy, like right, right. In a way that you're not really controlling it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it unlocked a lot of things for me after that. Like there was like a, like a purge that I had to go through and Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, cause when the energy is moving through your body, it's releasing the density that's kind of stuck mm-hmm. in you too. So whatever needs to be cleared or ready is ready to move out of your system will kind of be presented to you. So after that, I had like a series of things like emotional waves come up mm-hmm. for me or like things that would trigger me. And I realized it was kind of all part of that process of letting right. go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. So is there anything that is in your practice now where that energy so are you still able to tap into that energy that moves your body or was it just from that one experience? Oh yeah. It's like once you experience it, you don't, it's like a faucet. You you know how to access it again. Right. Right. right so right. part of my practice, one of my practices is embodiment. You know, it's a big part yeah. of manifestation is to yeah. be able to embody certain um frequencies and belief systems. So I personally like to put on music and embody that feminine flow, which is just kind of like really letting your body move and flow and surrender. And I have found that helps me to 
um, deepen into my like receptivity and to be able to like really surrender and trust and allow. So movement is a big part of, of my practice, especially when you're embedding new belief systems, right? Like, so when you're from a manifestation perspective, if you're trying to integrate a new belief system and you're trying to change something within you, you have to get it from the mental to the emotional, to the physical, And embodiment is the easiest way to do that. So it's like taking that belief and then kind of asking yourself, what does it feel like to have this belief in my body? And then physiologically, how would I embody that? How would I move around with this belief that like Mm. I'm a boss, right? Or I'm a, I'm a magnetic queen and everything I want comes to me with ease. Like if I were to really believe that, what am I feeling? What am I, what am I doing? How do I postulate in the world? How do I show up? How would I walk into a room? Right. Right. So you utilize your body to actually take that belief and integrate it and walk around as it, and that tunes your frequency. Then you become actually like a magnet for it because you're embodying that. And the body is the subconscious, right? Right. So as you're moving around with that belief, the body's starting to believe that it's true. And now you can actually experience it. Wow. I've never done that. And now I'm going to. (laughs) You have to. Wow. I've never even thought of it, but that makes a lot of sense. I mean, and I've done things where I put music on and I've just danced to it the way I feel like dancing to it. And I've done meditations, um, particularly, particularly Joe Dispenza meditations, because he's really good at like, you know, thinking the thought, okay, this is what I want. But he's like, how does that feel in your body? Like anchor into how it feels. But I never thought about meshing the two mm-hmm. like with music. I'm going to be doing that. I love that. That's a beautiful manifestation tip. I love it. Yeah. It's like, that's, I mean, embodiment acting as if these are all parts of that practice. And for me, it's just, you have to teach the body that it's true because it can only go so far. If you think about like when you're trying to implement a new thought or a belief and it just hits the mental plane, it just kind of dies off. It's not actually coming real and true for you. Right. And that's, that's why people struggle with um, affirmations. I feel like a lot because it's not yes. actually landing in the body. That doesn't feel yes. true for me. Like right. I'm, I can sit here and tell myself that I'm safe and abundant, but if I don't actually feel that, then it's just going to be like, you know, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't land. So yeah, that's, that's the work. That makes so much sense. Cause I, I would try affirmations in the beginning and I was like, this isn't, it's not working for me. Cognitive um, no, it's like, and like I've done it with like repetition and stuff, but it feels resistant. It feels like a path of more resistance than mm-hmm. little resistance. So I think that, yeah, this, the embodiment part, well, they've, I've talked about there's power poses, right? And this, this must be why people do that power, yeah, <laughs> right? The power pose with your affirmation. Yeah. You're using the body, like you're using all aspects of your multidimensionality, right? You're using that, that mental plane, you're using the emotional plane, you're using the physical, you're using all of it to really integrate. Cause that's what it's right. about. Integration of these things into your body. Right. We are physical. We're physical beings. That's the whole right. point of us being here is to experience yeah. physicality. That's why we're in a third dimensional reality that appears to be solid is so that we can have these tangible experiences through our five senses. Right. So we're, we're wanting to like literally connect with this physically in the body to have the experience of it. That's the whole point. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that tunes your electromagnetic field. You know, that's what Joe Dispenza right. talks about is that emotion what you're emanating from your heart. And when you're in coherence between head and heart, your electromagnetic field is so powerful. And then life becomes less of a struggle and more of just like a flow of like, you're just getting things to unfold for you effortlessly. Yeah. Wow. That's really, really good. Honestly, not something that I, I think I knew it, but I I hadn't put the two pieces together in terms of like the actual using it as an exercise to physically embody the emotion. Mm-hmm. That's not something I've tried before. So I will be oh, trying that. That's next level. Later. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, okay. I have a question for you. So what is one thing that you wish that you knew before you started on your manifestation journey? Oh gosh. I mean, I wish I would have known that my, my imagination and what I was visualizing, what I was like experiencing up here was everything that I was creating. And I wish I right. would have known how powerful the words I was speaking were in yes. terms of what I was creating. Right. Right. Cause we're so unconscious. We just say things to like agree with each other and like commiserate. And it's like, I'm going to call my best friend and just, you know, bitch about everything that's going on in my life without the awareness that I'm actually like creating more of this. Right. <laughs> just, so yeah, I, yeah. I think I, I would have loved to have known that I had the power that I had to right. actually create and that I wasn't a victim 
to what yes. I was experiencing. That's, right. that's the biggest uh, reality shift that I had to have. It was like, no, the world isn't out to get you. Things are not happening because you're a, a somehow the universe chose you to punish you and that, you know, every, good things happen to everybody else except you. That mentality kept me down for so long. And um, I think the hardest pill to swallow was the realization that it was serving me to be in that state of mind. You know, it was really serving. It was filling something within me to be like, oh, somebody saved me. I'm a victim. You know, I can't do this for myself. So stepping outside of that and then really um, being intentional about what I was using my mind for and my imagination for, because most of us imagine the worst possible things that could ever happen to us. And we think that in doing that, we're able to control it, but we're able to prepare ourselves for it. But what we're doing is actually creating it. Right. Yeah. So how was it? How was it serving you? The victim consciousness? Mm. I didn't have to take responsibility for my life. Right. I didn't have to own it. I could blame everybody else. And it was so much easier for me to go, you know what? I'm this way because my mom was this way. And I'm this way because my dad didn't show up for me. And I'm this way because, and you know, it, it, it lets go of the ownership of it. But at the same time, you become powerless and yeah. hopeless. Right. And it's, it takes a lot of self-awareness and self-love and compassion to be like, oh, I, I, this is me. I can, I, you know, it's not that my parents didn't have an impact on how I yeah. perceive reality. Like, of course, yes, we're impacted by that. But now it's my choice whether or not I'm going to let that define my life going forward. Right. And that's where we have to literally take ownership of our lives and say, I don't have to continue to believe this just because somebody told me it was true. Right. I can actually decide what my own truth is. And that's how we become empowered and deliberate with what we're experiencing. So I, that is a big piece of manifestation that, that adds to kind of the complexity of why we create certain things. Um, The awareness that we create things because it really does serve us. Right. Like even some illnesses, we create certain illnesses because we're really craving attention and we want someone to, to love us and to be there for us. So in essence, we create circumstances sometimes that fill those needs that we have, even though it's not something we're consciously like, I want this. Obviously, I don't want to be sick, but right. there's an ulterior motive or an ulterior benefit to what we're experiencing. And I think that's where radical honesty really comes in. Yeah, which is not easy to do. Not at all. It's not. There's actually, it's so funny. That I love this conversation because one of the first, like one of the earlier episodes um, of OMJ, Sam and I, simultaneously actually realized our own like our both of our biggest faults like kind of around the same time and we recorded an episode on it and I was like uh hi my name is Nikki and I suffer from victim mentality (laughs) (laughs) which was such a hard thing to say out loud and it was so like I just felt icky I felt like I wasn't even like, I was so repulsed by my own self. Like I was just like, how can I look like, I don't like victims. Like why am I protruding this persona? And I'm like, the universe is not going to respond to me well for being a victim. So it's like, you know, cause I'm perpetuating that, right. I'm just going to keep living in that, that reality. And so it's, it's amazing how much this, this work really digs into, like you said, that self-awareness, like you're just like, yeah, I've been everything. operating like what for how long? <laughs> it's like, oh. That's the big piece of the puzzle. Like that is the first yeah. step. When, like when I'm working with people, I'm like, okay, what we're going to do. The first part of this is you're going to become really aware of yourself yeah. and it's not always going to be pretty. And it's going to yeah. require radical honesty and compassion to look into yourself and understand who you are. Number one, what the identity is that you live in and why you are the way that you are. Yeah. And then from there, we have to make choices. And I always tell people, there's like the line of courage that you have to step over in order to right. move into that new identity and new way of being. And it's not always easy, but the awareness piece is the first part of the puzzle. Then we yeah. move into self-acceptance, right? You got to go from self-awareness to acceptance of self. I am the way that I am because of all of these things. And I can have compassion for the people that instill yeah. these belief systems into me. Yeah. And then through self-acceptance, we can move into self-love. Mm. And then when you love yourself and you really feel that unconditional, like, "Mm, I just, I don't, I can make mistakes. I can have flaws. I can have skeletons in the closet and I can still be loved. I can still love myself for that. Um, I think that changes the game. Absolutely. Well, it's the highest vibration there is, right? Love. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're manifesting so fast. It's like, 
it can come in so effortlessly because you're, you're not in a, a slow vibrational density. Right. Yeah. So true. Right. Yeah. Cause those lower frequencies literally hold higher density. Yep. Um, okay. So, and this maybe kind of goes hand in hand with what we have been talking about, but what's the most common problem uh, you see with your clients that holds them back from manifesting their desires? Oh gosh. Um, I would say comfort. Oh, that's not what I was expecting. Go comfort. on. Yes. I would say comfort because I think we, we naturally gravitate and the mind nor naturally gravitates towards what's comfortable to us. Okay. So when you're trying to help people to think differently about how reality could possibly be, right. It's like, <laughs> yeah. okay, there's a whole nother way of thinking about this. The mind right. is so stuck on like, no, this is the way that it is. You know, right. I want to, I want to be in, in the comfort zone of what's safe. And I think right. what I've noticed is the most challenging thing for people to do is to find safety in the unknown, mm-hmm. to be able to move themselves into a space of uncertainty. And the uncertainty is where the expansion lies. Right. You can't stay, you can't ask for something more without the expansion. And the expansion will require you to be in a space of unknown and, and discomfort yeah. for a bit. Right. So right. I think it's really, like I said, stepping over that line of courage and moving into that territory is probably the most challenging thing. I think yeah. for people, but when they do it, it's like, that's when the breakthroughs occur. The clients come in, you know, the abundance starts to flow in, the relationship comes in. And it's because you were brave enough to say, I trust myself. I trust this process. I trust the universe. And I'm willing to move into that state of anything can happen. Right. Well, and be willing to make mistakes. I feel like, like I'm someone that I have a hard time with that. (laughs) I'm getting better at it because I'm making more of them and realizing it's okay and I'm safe. Um, But I feel like we, I mean, as I don't know, maybe that's just as women, like we like that perfectionism or that good girl or that A student or, you know, whatever we're conditioned to to be in. Um, But that it's safe to make mistakes. I feel like that, that for me is a huge hang up. I'm not sure if you come across that often. Yeah. Well, I think too, it's like redefining what that means to you, like making a mistake. What does that mean? Because there's always a a story attached to that. Like if I make a mistake, then I'm not good enough. And then if I'm not good enough, then I'm not going to be loved. And if I'm not loved, then I'm going to be ostracized from my tribe. You know, it's like, yes, you have such deep rooted belief systems in something that seems kind of like, okay, it's a mistake, but no, making this mistake means that I'm not going to be loved. And when you right. have that association with it, then yeah, yeah. It, it feels bigger and you're less likely to actually move into the territory of potential risk, right? Yes, exactly. So you got to redefine that and say like, this isn't a mistake. This is, this is my brain that likes to sort things and compartmentalize into good or bad because mm-hmm. we live in a polarity of right, wrong, good, bad, up, down, Right, right. but but everything is just neutral. Right. So even if you quote unquote, make a mistake, there's an opportunity for growth and evolution in that. Right. And when you you live with a growth mindset, that's where the success is. That's, that's where you get to really be able to experience your full potential. Right. Cause when, when a quote unquote mistake happens, you look for the growth immediately. Like you're like, Ooh, what's, what am I learning? Right. Well, <laughs> like that, it, it looks, it turns into an opportunity faster. Exactly. That's the difference between people that are successful and people that are not. It's right. It goes right. back to the victim consciousness. Oh, I made a mistake. Therefore I'm not capable and I'm never going to amount to anything. And it's, this is just the way that it is for me. And you know, so you go right. down in that spiral of the victim consciousness. Right. Whereas really the work is to shift and go, Oh, it's happening for me. It's happening for me. Why is this happening right now? Right. Right. What am I, what can I learn here? What am I, how can I grow from this? How can I become better? Mm-hmm. And when you have that level of mentality, life is totally different. You're literally in a different timeline. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, it's something, something that sparked up. I actually didn't write it down, but something that just sparked in, in what you were saying there, um, putting this into the context potentially of a breakup. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a post of yours. It was like somewhat recently, I think it was on Instagram, uh, saying that it had been six months since a breakup. Mm-hmm. So I want to, I want to ask you about if you're comfortable talking about it. Oh, absolutely. Um, I want to ask, cause there, I'm sure there's someone that could be listening right now that might be going through a breakup and it's like, heart-wrenching and feels horrible and like you know what I mean like there's so much confusion and anger and um what's your take on that what's your take on on breakups and using manifestation yeah so um about six months ago I I was engaged to someone that I thought was my soulmate and then I was gonna spend the rest of my life with and 
um, it didn't end up that way. Um, so what I realized in that process is that he was actually a perfect manifestation for me. Like I did manifest him. I manifested that to a T because it was exactly what I needed for my soul to evolve, to really look at myself, to say, okay, this isn't even about him. This is about me. Why would I attract someone like this into my life? Right. Why would I have created this experience? And again, no judgment of self, but just complete awareness of why would I magnetize this? Right. And I'm so grateful for him because he helps me to realize where I still was not loving myself. I still wasn't right. fully in my value. I still wasn't clear about what I wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, there was a part of me that was like, oh, I think I want to get married and I think I want to have this type of life and I think I want to have a baby. And then when it came down to that actually coming to fruition, I was like, whoa, I don't know if I want that. Yeah. So it, there was like a part of me that was even subconsciously, I think, creating the unraveling of it. Right. Ooh, I don't, right, I don't right, know right. about this. Right. And so the fact that it broke up was also a manifestation. Like I manifested yeah. that I manifested him leaving. I manifested him walking out of my life yeah. because there was still work that I had to do. There was still evolution that I had to go through. Right. And I think the biggest challenge for me going through that as a manifestation coach, I was like, how are people going to perceive this? Are they going to think that I failed? Yes. That's what I was. That was what I was really curious about. Cause you have this persona. I can manifest whatever I want. I got a fiance. Da, da, da. Right. Like, yeah. and then you have to, your ego slides, dies a slow death. <laughs> You're like, Oh shit. Okay. <laughs> it's, you know, and I, I had to take full ownership of that because yeah. there's a difference between manifesting from your ego and manifesting from your soul. Right. Yeah. So this was a pure 100% manifestation from my ego of like, oh, I got this like super hot guy and he's got a great body and he's got this, he's got that. But at the end of the day, I'm not feeling the depth of what I would love to be feeling in my soul. So yes, it meets all of those surface manifestation criteria, but the depth of it wasn't there. And that's great because every manifestation you have is showing you more of what you desire, right? Yes. Doesn't absolutely. mean it's always going to be a positive experience because there's value in both positive and negative. We have yeah. to have that. Yeah. So that experience I'm so grateful for because it really did help me to clarify what was important to me um, and what I was no longer gonna settle for and what I needed to evolve within myself to be a better coach and a better leader and to be able to speak to this, you know. Now I can help people that are yeah. in relationships that are unhealthy to understand yes. why they're attracting it and right. Um, and then at like post breakup, I would say if someone's in that position where they're, they're going through it, I got through it within two months by being completely and intentionally aware of what I was feeling and allowing mm-hmm. myself to feel all of it. Like, mm-hmm. even if it meant guttural crying on the floor in fetal position on my, you know, in my house and just letting yeah. it out, letting myself feel that. Um, and then coming back to yourself, just coming back to you and doing the things that make you happy and um, connecting back to your, your heart and you you can move through it fast as long as you're willing to sit with it. Yeah, absolutely. That's really beautiful. Thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing that because I think, I think, (laughs) I mean, we do, we've, we've done this. Our egos have died a slow death multiple times on this show where, you know, we'll launch and no one shows up and we're like, no one showed up. Like, it's just like part of the journey, right? It's part of like your growth and your evolution. So, but it takes, it takes courage to be vulnerable. So I really appreciate you sharing yeah, of that. Course. Of course. Um, how much time do we have? I'm like totally lost. Oh my God. Only eight minutes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm like totally lost track of time. Cause I'm just so into this conversation. Um, okay. So what's your favorite go-to manifestation technique? Ooh. Um, I would have to say probably moving into the quantum field of creation. So I like to create within and between the fourth and fifth dimension, which is the state where you get into, um, kind of called like the zero point fields. It's where okay, you, I don't know any of this. Okay. I'm like, I'm, I am brand new. So break this down. I'm so <laughs> okay. excited. Okay. So, I mean, Joe Dispenza talks about be like becoming no one, no thing, nobody, right. Just pure consciousness. Right. Yes. When we're pure consciousness, we have no attachment, no projections. We're just, we're just pure consciousness. So getting into that state is really being able to access the, the quantum field of pure potentiality. Where and this is via, via meditation. Via meditation. Yeah. Right. So okay. like you get into that space where you're just kind of relaxed and unattached and calm and almost as if you're just like floating on. I imagine myself just kind of like floating on top of the water of the ocean 
of just like mm-hmm. anything is possible. And if anything is possible, then what would I like to experience? And I, instead, I like to allow my soul to show me potentials. Okay. So when you're in that space of meditation and just having that attention, that intention to let your soul bring forward a visual representation of your highest timeline. And then I okay. like to just kind of allow that. Oh, to that's fun. Yeah. And experience wow. reality, like in that moment of meditation, just seeing through your eyes, experiencing all of it and like turning up the colors, turning up the sounds, infiltrating yourself in that experience and playing in that realm is like how we create so much faster because we're not trying to change matter with matter where a lot of the manifestation techniques are kind of um, archaic, I would say. Um, right. They're great introductory tools, like writing yeah. affirmations, yes. um, doing things like that. It's it's trying to change matter with matter. Whereas right. when we get into the quantum field and we're creating and we're experiencing in those higher dimensional states of consciousness, it happens so much faster. So you pop out of that meditation and then you release and surrender and you go be happy. <laughs> and then all these things will come in. You're going to meet somebody. This is my favorite method ever. Okay, wait a minute. We have to go back a little bit. What, what did you say between fourth and fifth dimensions? How many dimensions are there? How do you know if you're in that between four and five? I Like what's happening? There's so many dimensions, but the ones that I kind of work with or understand is really from like zero to nine. And the okay. reason why we say the fourth and fifth dimension is the co-creation space. So if you think okay. about it, like dimensions, I'll just kind of walk you up to about the fifth dimension. But the first dimension, if you think about it, is like a flat sheet of paper, right? It's just, okay. it just is, it's just, I am. Then okay. the second second dimension would be a shape on that piece of paper, right? We have okay. some kind of form there. And then third dimension would be if we were to lift that off of the piece of paper, and now it actually has three dimensions and you can see it. Okay. Fourth dimension is when you take that object and you move it through time in space. So you have okay. that perspective okay. of it moving from time in time and space, right? And then fifth dimension is when we're able to actually see multiple timelines. Okay. So see multiple things happening all at once. Got it. So when we talk about working within the fourth and fifth dimension, it's like moving outside of that, like time and space and able to actually access and see multiple, multiple dimensions all at once. Got it. So moving yourself into an alternate reality, an alternate timeline that already exists, that's happening right now for you in your multidimensionality. And then as you're accessing that, you're essentially downloading all the information on how to create that and experience that. You're accessing the vibrational frequency of that timeline and that reality um, you're connecting with, and I like to, what I like to do is to help people connect to that timeline of that future potential of what you like to experience. And then look back at what you would now call your present state. And from that perspective, when you look back, you can see how you got there. What? Right. You can That's see. Brilliant. So you're okay. tapping into kind of what got you from point A to point B. And instead of projecting from point A to point B, you're going from point B to point A. You project. Okay. And you okay. look at, okay, you're now your, your soul, your subconscious mind is showing you kind of how you got to that point. Wow. Here. Yeah. And then it That's opens, amazing. Up, opens up your awareness a whole It's lot like more. time travel. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because time is not real. Right. It's all made right. up. Right? right. Right. So there is only now and time is just like something that we assign to a clock and say like, oh, this is what time it is. But it, it really is irrelevant. Everything right. is happening in this moment now. Right. The future potential of your life, it's happening right now. It's just, you can tap into that. You can access that. You can feel it and experience it. So there's no lack. You're not right. lacking it anymore. It already exists. And I can right. move into that with my consciousness. And now it's just a matter of gestation, really, of like when that can actually come to fruition. And we just have to hold the focus and hold the frequency so that it can actually materialize into physical form. Got it. Wow. <laughs> I honest to God thought you were going to be like journaling. Like I did not expect entire. Okay. You're like, I just hop into the fifth dimension. It's fine. I'm like, what is happening? Okay. That was yeah. really cool. Yeah. And I'm going to, I'm going to listen back to that back and like, yeah, that was yeah. really, really cool. Thank you yeah. so much for sharing that. And to just like one last point regarding like the fifth dimension is the, the concept that we're all one and we're all connected and yes. everything is yes. just all part of the same exact thing. Yeah. And that love and unity is really all that there is. So as yeah. we manifest from that state of consciousness of love and unity, we're creating in the highest good of all in the highest timeline. Right. That right. is that is helping all versus like, what do I want? What's good for me? 
right. connected to like a greater purpose that's beyond just ourselves. Wow. Oh man. I feel like I'm getting all kinds of tingly downloads right now. <laughs> you are so getting activated right now. Everybody oh man, I can feel it. <laughs> Whoa. So good. All it's so codes. good. I see like all the codes coming in through your crown and you're just like, oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it feels yeah. real good. Okay. Um, I want to know what's next for you. What are you manifesting right now? Oh gosh. I am manifesting being able to help more people on larger platforms to reach a wider audience with this message and this work. Um, I, what I would love to manifest next is potentially some kind of like television show Mm -hmm. or like just being able to get to a larger audience, um, events. I want to do more in-person events that were immersive, like two days together of just like manifesting and yeah. Um, and then on a larger scale, I would eventually like to, you know, get into a, a relationship with someone that I can share my life with and experiencing that, um, buying a house out here in California. I would love to do that. And yeah, and all the, the, the human things, of course, yeah. Yeah. but, um, my, my heart, my soul really is on fire for the work that I do and, and just being able to expand upon that in a greater capacity. Yeah. Well, and actually you can elaborate on that. You have a, an academy opening. Yes. Yes. Um, so I have been teaching what I call quantum manifestation Academy for the last year or so. Um, and my third semester is starting at the end of August. So it's basically okay. just walking you through everything that you would ever need to know about how to manifest. It's like the okay. school of manifestation, not just from like a basic level, but understanding again, the the quantum physics, the quantum uh, mechanics aspect of that and how to really just be an intentional creator and take charge of your life. So it's incredible. I love it because it's a group coaching capacity. And the coolest thing about it, the the most fulfilling thing to me has been the fact that the people in the the academy have remained friends and they stay Mm -hmm. connected with each other. Mm -hmm. And I think the most powerful thing about coming together as a group is that we co-create together. So we are holding the vision for each other. We're connecting Mm -hmm. with that. We're infusing it with energy and love for one another, which which actually as a byproduct helps it to manifest so much faster. Right. Of course. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, So what is the, what's the makeup of it? Is it like, do they take courses? Do they have homework? Is it like just in-person sessions? Like what's the, how does it work? Yeah. So essentially what it is, is course curriculum that's recorded for them and they would go in and watch that. And then um, we would have weekly calls every week to go over the material and to also do sort of the, um, the application of the tools that they're learning. So for instance, we talk about like embodiment work. When we go on the live calls, we're going to be doing the meditations and the visualizations together. We're going to be understanding what that means to integrate that into the body. We're going to be Um, practicing how to be intentional, like all of those things we're doing together one-on-one. And then also, you know, talking about the things that are coming up for you and how to work through those belief systems. And it's, it's, it's really beautiful. If you enjoy working in a group coaching capacity, it's, it's life-changing, life-altering. Yeah. It sounds like, yeah, that's amazing. So I'll be linking that in the show notes as well. So people can look into that. Um, well, I, I guess if, if there's anything else that you feel like you haven't elaborated on or something that you just really want people to know about this work and this life and your belief systems and anything else, manifestation. Yeah. I mean, I guess ultimately it doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter who you think you are in this moment, that anything is possible for you. You can truly right. experience anything that you want provided you're willing to just take a look at yourself and move into that uncomfortable territory. Um, And I mean, that's honestly why I get up in the morning is because I I truly believe that everybody deserves to live to their fullest potential and to know that, right? Um, And you're entitled to feel the way that you feel in any given moment, but just know that there's, there's more, there's more to life. And if you're in a low place or you're depressed or you can't see the way out and you feel like there's no way out, um, I'm here to tell you there is without a doubt. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Believe in yourself. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know how to thank you for this conversation. 
Um, I knew when it started, like, you know, I just know you're a perfect fit for our manifestation journey in terms of, I mean, yours itself speaks volumes, right? Like you've put this stuff into practice and you became a conscious manifester and like took it really seriously. And you've got all these accreditations too. Like you're into an NLP, is that Mm -hmm. correct? Yep. And like, you know, all these things that you've got proof that like, (laughs) you've invested your time and your energy and your money into like learning so much about this and it's working. Right. Like that's, that's the key. Like, I'm like, you know, and that's the whole reason for our manifestation journey. Like we want to show you by example, it does work, right? Like this, we're not bullshitting you here. Like this stuff is legit, but like you said, becoming uncomfortable. It's funny. I I don't even know if I've used that word enough in this space, but I think it's really, really important. Like when you said it, I was like, huh. But now I'm like, no, that's, that's a key, right? Like the moment you're uncomfortable, there's so many lessons there, Yes, right? There's so much to like activate and learn. And like, I just think there's going to be a lot of aha moments for a lot of people from this episode. So I, I can't thank you enough. Thank you so, so much for being here. Oh, thank you. Truly. It's an honor. I really appreciate you having me. Oh, it's been so fun. Um, okay. Where do people find you? Where do they go? How do they, uh, how do they reach you? So I am on Instagram at the quantum blonde, the dot quantum dot blonde. I'm on TikTok as the quantum blonde. My website's the quantum blonde, pretty much just type in the quantum <laughs> blonde <laughs> and you will find me. Yeah. I even, I have a YouTube channel. I haven't added a bunch of videos there in a while, but I do have some content there as well. Yeah. Um, but mostly on TikTok is where I share a lot of the tips and tricks and educational yeah. content. And then Instagram, I like to utilize as a little bit more of like, you know, my personal life and, and who I am kind of behind the scenes. Right. Right. Amazing. So I'll link all of that in the show notes for everybody as well, as well as a link to the Academy. Um, yeah. I just, I, again, I can't thank you enough for being here. And I'm just, I'm, I'm very, very grateful. And I know I've learned a lot from you, even in this short time we've spent together and, yeah, I just, that time, quote unquote, mm-hmm. <laughs> was very, very, very valuable to me. So thank, well, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you very much. All right. And everyone listening, thank you so much for joining us. And as always, we wish you a life filled with joy and abundance. And we'll chat with you next time. Bye. Thank you so much for spending your precious time with us. If you enjoyed what you heard, This is the point in the podcast where we would probably ask you to share it with a friend, share it on Instagram, or write a review. We would also probably ask you to check us out on Instagram at Our Manifestation Journey or our website at OurManifestationJourney.com, but we wouldn't do that. No, we wouldn't do that. No, we're not like that. So, you know, whatever. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. What we would love to hear is how your manifestation journey is going. Send us a DM, email, or screenshot an episode and share it if it resonated with you. And remember to tag us. We love hearing about your amazing manifestations. The music for this podcast is provided by the very talented and generous Bonus Points. And our sound engineering is crafted by the incredible William Mitchell. As always, we wish you a life full of joy and abundance, and we will see you next time on our manifestation journey.